Welcome back to the Big Fetch. I'm James Barnett. And I'm Toby Davis. Toby, uh, before we just go into this episode, I actually have something to reveal to you. Yeah, go on. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. So, you know, with adverts, you start talking about something and all of a sudden you get pops it's not up. talking about it, you do some Googling and things. You know, you... Yeah, Googling. But like, even if you mention the fact, I might get new trainers like, to your family or something. And then yeah. all of a sudden, bang, you're, like, you're targeted on Facebook with uh, new trainers, right? I don't know how they do that, but yeah. It is crazy. Um, but recently, so actually since starting the Big Fetch, I've now been targeted with adverts for old age homes. You what? <laughs> Sorry? I think they've been hearing to me speak on the Big Fetch and like, right, we're going to put you in the over 75 category. This is where he belongs. You know, they've used their listening techniques. I'm now, I've now been targeted with old age homes. Sunny so it'll be old age homes. It'll be... Um, hearing aids and it'll be like mobility scooters. It's kind of strange and scary how they know that, but they're spot on to be honest. Right, moving on to the theme for today, um, we're going to be talking to you about stummers, different to schnorrers. It sounds the same, but they are very different things. Yeah, so you might have heard the term stum before. It's something that's used, you know, by people in the East End, cabbies and things, which it just means basically if you keep stum, keep quiet and therefore stummers is related to that and i think we'll head straight to yiddish dictionary corner according to a number of yiddish dictionaries um, a stummer is a mute or a quiet person and one particular yiddish dictionary says it is a quiet person who has not much to say for themselves with the example sentence being you could try talking to him but you won't get much out of him he's a bit of a stummer amazing I mean, I know how passionate you are about this topic as well. Not everyone is an outgoing person who loves chatting all the way. I mean, a number of Jewish people are, myself included. And I think you would, you would be as well, James. But lots of different types of stummers, I think. There are. I, mean, I, I think um, we had the example of a yachna being brought up before. Someone just not, like, incessantly talks. Talks all the time, yeah. even. Yeah, whereas, completely. Whereas a stummer is that person that is void of any conversation and we'll go on to it in terms of their personality types and that i've actually got a perfect example of a stummer there's this guy on my road i won't mention his name and he is the definition of a stummer right so i've got a couple of dogs i take them around the block this guy lives a few houses down the road and when i see him this this guy's in maybe in his 40s or something like that i think a normal he's a bit older jim maybe a bit older a normal reaction, you know, if you see a neighbour, it's like, you know, even the hi, how are you doing? But what happens is I see him and I go, hi, and he'll look straight at me. And first of all, that's peculiar. <laughs> that's peculiar just to look at me. And then maybe a few seconds later, he'll go, hi. Okay. Then I'll say, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Ask him a few questions and he'll answer with one word and nothing back. So I'm thinking, okay, this guy might be maybe a bit rude or something. Potentially, that could be an answer for why he's offering completely nothing. Maybe, yeah, maybe he doesn't like you or something. But Yeah, yeah. But against that is he starts walking with me. As in, <laughs> if, if he didn't like me, he wouldn't walk with me. He then walks side to side with me. And I'm thinking, okay, if you're walking with someone... Uh, you, you haven't just... pointed out he's got a dog as well, Jim. Yeah, he does. He doesn't <laughs> He's not just a bloke. He's, <laughs> not, he's about to go out. We had you no, you know what? I'm going to go walk with James. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been out of you once and I have met... The one time I've come out of you... Um, and I've met this this particular neighbour, and it was so strange because you do just literally walk side by side in silence, kind of like a march or a, or a funeral <laughs> procession. Yeah. I, I mean, the conversation's dead. 
Yeah, he doesn't offer anything. There's, there's times where you think, you know, he's going to be better or something like that. And no, same thing over and over again. Just offers nothing. So, James, I mean, this leads on to this point about Stimmers. You know, I think it's, it's quite often preconceived that someone who doesn't talk a lot is quite a shy person. Would you, would you agree? You know, that's yeah. the, the general conception. But with Stummer, I don't think they are always shy. I think that there is different types of Stummer. I'd be interested to hear about your neighbour, what you think about this, is that I think that Stummers can be put into different categories. They can be a shy person, that once you've teased them out of their shell a bit and you've, you've warmed to them and they've warmed to you, then they're actually a good, good companion, good, good person to speak with. And I also think there is the person who is a stummer because they're rude, because they think either, you know, they're above you or they're not interested in this conversation. It's not worth their time, particularly, even if it is just small talk. Yeah. And then the third one, I think, is they have nothing to them. Would you say your neighbour, the, the, the unnamed neighbour, <laughs> which category does he fall into, do you think? Um, so, yeah, you make a very good point. It's hard to know with, like, a mute or a stummer where they sit on the weird, the quiet, or, you know, the rude spectrum. I think or the shy, all the shy, all the shy. There yeah, exactly. Guys, also the weird guy. The weird is also nothing there kind of way. Yeah, if we're looking into why you're not saying anything, I think with this guy, it's pure just weirdness. 40 or 50 or something. You'd yeah. expect that this, this, this man here has got somewhere in his, his particular field of business or work, <laughs> and he's been married. How yeah. has this Stummer achieved oh, so much? Oh, let me tell you. He comes from a family of Stummers, all right? So it's not, just, it's not just, he's the prime Stummer, okay? He's, <laughs> the he's king Stummer. Stummer. He's Stummer number one. <laughs> then he's got Stummer number two, his wife. You know, she, she probably offers about two words versus his one. And his daughter, well, she's learning the footsteps of her parents' Stummers and doesn't say a word either. You know all of them? You've all met them I, I, I know the family of the Stummers, okay? Who's uh, the chattiest one there, the dog? The dog barks, so yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably more. My, like my neighbour's dog, if you know a previous episode. Um, <laughs> neighbour sent a submission in for today's fetch. Here it is. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I get um, told quite frequently that I could be seen as too chatty, too brash. And I think you're often painted as, as negatively, if, if that's the case. Well, you're described as the brash one. Oh, the, the social one. I think that you, you get painted quite badly. Well, actually, I think you're the one who's, who's trying to offer something. You're trying to make the place a pleasant environment, wherever, wherever you are, whether it's yeah. out and about, at work, at, anywhere. With Stummers, you're the one who's got, you're trying to be like really sociable and positive. You're like, I'm doing this for your benefit, but you are just not giving me anything back here. Do you know what I mean? I was such a Samaritan, <laughs> giving back to the Stummers. You, you, you feel bad for trying to talk too much. Like, you're compensating for the stumminess. And I've had this a lot, you know, growing up and even now. I, I know that I talk too much. I mean, I am a bit of a yuck. I like talking to people. I enjoy learning things from other people and, and back and forth. But I hate that I've always been painted as, you know, oh, you're a bit too brash, a bit too talkative. Oh, that Toby's. A bit... No, compared to stummers, I've just got something to say. I've yeah. got something. I want... I like enjoying life and learning new things and talking to people, whereas a stummer could literally lock himself in a room and no one would notice. With the shy ones, I think maybe in a, you know, certain social situations put them off so they've got less to say or they don't know how to interact maybe with people of different ages, whatever. Whereas the weird ones, um, I just genuinely don't think they know how to interact at all. They just... A shy person, it's fine. You know. They have 
they have small bits of social anxiety, that's fine, they can overcome that. With weird ones, they don't know how to socially interact. With the rude ones, they think they're above the situation. People have nothing to say, there is nothing there. You know, with a weird, per- with a weird person, for instance, they have things to say and they just don't know how to interact <laughs> with people, whereas at least they have something. Yeah, I find, so, so really the, the ones we have the gripe with are the, the weird, more the weird ones and the rude ones. Would I would say? say personally, the weird ones are fine. You know, you get to them for a bit. They can pass the time for a while. Not every weirdo is a stummer, but I think the, the two that really get to me are the rude ones. You think, I don't want to be your friend. I'm just here to talk to you for a short period of time. Yeah. You're not better than me. I don't want to talk to you either, but I'd, like, I'd rather talk to you than talk to no one. It's hard because you don't find out which person. They don't, they don't have a label on them. I'm a rude stummer. I'm yeah. a quiet stummer. <laughs> You have to second, because obviously they're not telling you because this is what their, their inherent problem. But the, <laughs> thing they, the thing they do is they'll, they'll be quiet and you've got to work out, does this person not, you'll go home and you'll say to mum, does, does this person not like me? What, what's his um, problem? Or, oh, he's a stummer. Yeah, you, you go back and go, oh, great. New job, full of stummers. I've had this thing before and I worked in, a, um, in an MP's office before. It was, it's, just, it's a constituency office, so it's in the middle of, nowhere really there's only three of you in the office you're working on on the different casework don't tell me you were stuck with stummers okay so one of them was okay he he liked to speak a bit but he liked to crack on with his work that's fine and i find that with stummers they always think that you're do- you're not doing any work all you want to do is talk that's and i had one guy who was no i mean i can name him he, i've never spoken to him since his name was connor in our house he's known as connor stummer <laughs> as in there was they were both called connor there was connor all right and Connor Stummer. And I think he was a rude Stummer, Jim. I think... The worst kind. He, he didn't think his conversation merited... You know, he'd sit there with his headphones in. I haven't got no problem with people having their headphones at work, cracking on with their work. But suddenly it's, oh, sorry, I'm just listening, you know. Engage with someone. You're in there nine till five, yeah. it was. And he's saying three words an hour. Your life becomes kind of like the office. How many hours, like you say, you're in the office? You kind yeah. of need some type of interaction. If... If they just want to carry on with their work, then there is no social aspect to... And you get these glimpses of, you know, when he would talk about his social life outside and you're like, I'm so glad I have my friends. Do you ever have those things, James? I want to ask you about this because I know we've, done, we've gone to a few lectures or courses together. Yep. If you know when you're sitting next to someone at one of these courses okay. and you try and, you know, tease a bit of conversation out, you're not looking for best friends you're looking to discuss the topic that you're there to discuss you do or... a bit of small talk uh, to start yeah, small talk a bit of... um we use the lecture example you know you, you ask a question you kind of see where the conversation's going sometimes you'll get one up one word like yeah good and then you're like okay this person does not want to talk like that that you want to end the conversation there or they are they're reciprocating give you something back but once you don't get anything back there's no point trying is there? And that's when you do the second guessing of what type of stummer are they? I wonder if stummers also are um, keyboard warriors, you know, like, because they've got nothing to say in real life. Oh, what they like online, maybe they're the people that you get those Twitter comments from. You're like, you've saved it all up for Twitter at the yeah. end of the day. I think that with Jews, Jews aren't really as a whole stummers. We, we pride ourselves on these big events, Friday night dinners, close families, everyone talking all over each other. And therefore, the Stummer is a bit of an anomaly. And God forbid a Jewish mother 
has a son or a daughter that's a stummer. Like, I've given birth to a stummer. How is this possible? Because they're normally the biggest yuck, and it's like, how did this happen? I've talked so much, and maybe I've stolen all the words out their mouth. I mean, I think, I don't think it's the most important thing, Jim. I think, firstly, is find yourself a nice Jewish girlfriend. Then it's get a very good job that she can tell all her friends about. And then it's, please, God, don't let him be a stummer. <laughs> Actually, do you know what, uh, what really annoyed me the most? Is it when a friend tell, a, another friend tells you, oh, you've got to meet this guy. He's brilliant. He's so charismatic. He's hilarious. And you meet the guy and boom, straight away, you're, you can tell instantly, stummer. <laughs> Even how they're standing. <laughs> I think there's a posture to a stummer as well. But I, this is, and this isn't discriminating against the different ang, the different types of stummer. Yeah. I I really hate when this guy goes, oh, this guy's class. He's got a great personality. Once he's had a few drinks. Oh, the alcohol. Yeah, it's like okay, let me meet him during the day when he's not inebriated or pre-drinks, for instance. You know, when you're drinking before a night out, and he's really not that interesting. And suddenly, you know, oh no, don't don't worry. He's a <laughs> you've got to meet this guy. Up to it. To and then later on, he's absolutely off his face, yeah. harassing like four or five different people in the corner of the dance floor. And you're like, this is your friend, mate. I'm having nothing to do <laughs> yeah. with this. Thinking about it, I'm not sure I'm even friends with any stummers. I just don't think my personality type would work well with a stummer. Like you say, I think you have to overcompensate, overcompensate for speaking. And I just would rather be friends with people that can contribute to conversation. I mean, I think the, the pair of us have had stummer friends in the past. They never penetrate in the inner circle, should we say. You don't spend your, your, you don't go out for meals with stummers. It's not a regular friend. It's a, it's a, yeah, please it's a make sure you invite, friend. please make sure you invite that stummer that we know. No one's ever said when that. Someone, when someone says, oh, I'm bringing so-and-so, you, you're thinking, let's just put him at the other side of the table. <laughs> I do not want to be sat next to him. Wait, switch me, switch me. And that leads on to, you know, when you're at a, at a function, yes. uh, a bar mitzvah or a wedding or something. You see someone else at another table and they go, oh, I've got a great table, so-and-so's on it, so and so And you go up to one of your friends somewhere else and go, oh, you wouldn't believe it. They've only put me next to so-and-so stummer. No, the whole table could be stummers as well. You're like, if you've got a whole, like, never mind you're next to one stummer. If you're on a table with stummers. You want to eat, you want to eat and get to the dancing and the speeches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go around and see how everyone else is. When imagine asking, the- a, imagine asking a stummer to do your best friend speech. <laughs> the best man speech. Just a, maybe they just do a toast. A toast too. Someone who who knows a stummer would say, "You wouldn't believe the stummer actually said something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get that all the time. You're like, "Wow, how did you get that off?" That like you meet someone's like Ma- yeah, Mazutov. Mazutov. Yeah, you got the special touch. You managed to like initiate a stummer here. In conclusion, on on stummers, what's your final takeaway point from this? I really don't like them. Um, and but why? Why? What's the thing that really gets you about stummers? The thing that really gets me about stummers is like what we said, where you feel like you're making all the conversation and it makes you feel bad. I don't want to feel like there's a, uh, over fifty percent of me to make a conversation. I want it to be equal. I want conversations to, uh, I want questions to go back and forth. What- is it the effort? It's the effort of having to tease out the stummer, or is it the fact that for me, maybe uh, this is what you're trying to say. But for me, it's the think you're brash and in your face yeah. when actually you're trying to benefit the two of you by engaging in some sort of dialogue yeah i agree with that you're and the think... loud mouth you're the loud mouth you're the one who's dominating the room when actually you're just trying to be friendly 
I think that is the encapsulation of the stummer. So we're now back to our submission rounds. We had a, a week off. So take a listen to this one sent in a few weeks ago. I've got a coach for you this morning. I've just received an email from someone who cannot spell your. Hope you're well without the apostrophe RE. That is the worst spelling mistake known to man. And it really pisses me off every time I get an email. And particularly because I actually don't like this person, it pisses me off even more. And I'm so tempted to reply with the correction. I would just like to add that this is not a one-time only email. Every time I get an email from this person, it is spelled incorrectly. So, giving the benefit of the doubt, now it's just annoying. And now I'm on one, I've just realised he's actually put higher at the start of the email. That's not, that's not okay with me. Right, thanks Ava for that submission. I really appreciate it coming in batches as well. That's really helpful for the editing. Thank you. Um... Sounds like a little sarcasm there, Jim. <laughs> well, I hope you're making well. your life harder. She really is. Thanks, Ava. I'll tell you what, she's not a stummer, though. She's not. Ava, this episode is not about you. So You are not a stummer. So she was going on about your and higher. It's incorrect grammar on emails, but yeah. also informal. And it seems like she very much didn't like the person, Jim, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think she just has a vendetta against this person. I agree. It could be nice. I do agree nice. with what she was saying. Um, who's someone that does like a column and gives out advice? You know, you see this. Agony aunt. What an agony aunt. Yeah, like, here's, here's my agony aunt response to you, Ava. Is I would start bolding the uh, your. Just so she so now... a subtle, subtle snipey. Yeah, exactly. You know, hopefully they'll pick up on the fact that you spelt it correctly and they haven't. I mean, she'll feel bad if this person's dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, this is not very considerate of you. But the higher, I haven't got a problem with the higher. I, I, I really, for once, I love, I actually quite like it when I receive a friendly email, to be honest. Yeah. I, because I'm, you know, in a lower position than some, some, when you're emailing someone you don't really know as well, you've got to do the formal stuff. But yeah. I like when someone goes, hi, Toby, like, you know, a nicer response. I'm not sure about higher, actually. No, maybe hi. she's right about higher. Is this a northern thing, higher? Because yeah. it's like, it's like, higher. It, it feels quite northern to me. Hey, uh, yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Maybe she's just connecting with you on a northern level. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, this is our first, actually, that's our second northern fetch. Yeah, we, we've got northern listeners, we do. Oh, we're going up in the world, literally, up in the country. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am a bit of a grammar Nazi. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's not allowed on this podcast. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, no, actually, leave, leave that in, though. That's good. <laughs> Let's leave the your to be one of those spellings that people really learn how to do. do uh, that, that really annoys me. That and defiantly instead of definitely. Oh, that's like an autocorrect. People, people don't seem to understand of could have. It's not could of, it's could have. That, that annoys me. What, what really annoys me, and my mum knows this as well, if we're talking about text and things, is not adding punctuation. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. even yesterday, I went out for a walk and she said, you back. <laughs> she goes... And I, now I make the point of not responding to these texts. And she goes, oh, I forgot. I know you like <laughs> to have the punctuation. Yes, I said, I yes, because it's not a question otherwise. You, she might be asking about your back, you know, the bad back. <laughs> you back, you back. Not how is your back? Again, another question. Punctuation is key for text messages. So all in all, Ava, we agree with you. But I think you need to give this colleague or client a bit more respect and a bit more affection, to be honest with you. So, like Ava's just done, um, please send in your fetches about a minute long to us through WhatsApp to either Toby or I. 
we will feature them on our show. We will talk them through like we've just done. Um, they're actually really good. We enjoy listening to them. All feeling passionately about your fetches, which we love to see. And I would, I would just like to emphasize, they don't have to be about a topic we've done before. We've had a few people send in things that are about a topic we've just discussed. They can be about absolutely anything. Whatever, just like our Fetch of the Month episode last week, anything that gets you, let us know. Thanks for listening. You're a fat grub. Ha, 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 ha.